Hello guys, welcome to another Chuck D podcast, more than your normal martial arts gym. We're, I got asked um, an interesting question yesterday uh, at one of my classes. Uh, I, um, I teach all the combat sports out at Queen Ethelberg's school on the, out on the way out to Harrogate. Um, I do all the boxing, Thai boxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, wrestling, MMA. Um, and one of the one of the kids asked us, "How do you know when it's the right time to throw in the towel on on a fight?" Because obviously, in um, there, there's no there's no like there's no tapping out in in boxing or in Thai boxing. Um, the only way to 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 kind of quit or or, or give up in in the striking sports is is by been in there, been in the fight, and and taking the taking the knockdowns. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a pretty kind of inc- interesting question, and it makes you um, sort of a- analyze some of the some of the thinking. Um, and I just want to have a have a little chat about it. Um, so when's the right time to throw in the towel? And and this is when it it starts becoming a a challenge for the for the competitor for the for the for the for the fighter that's actually in the fight and also for the coach now as a as a fighter having a fighting mindset um there is no quit you you get to such a point where you never want to give up you never want to give in you never want to kind of concede defeat um and I mean, there's there's a time and a place for acknowledgement of of winning, um, and there's a time and a place for the 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 real kind of fight. Um, so this this brings in a, a few different angles. Um, it it brings in the kind of ego thing where a fighter purely just doesn't want to give up. Um, uh, it brings in the the sportsmanly attitude of what's the score on the on the on the scoreboard who's who's winning. Um, it comes down to the the fighter's potential. Um, now, as a as a coach, you start looking to realise how how tough fighters are, and also whether they've got that kind of coup de gras, whether whether they've got that kind of killer shot, whether they've got that kind of one shot knockout power, um, whether they can really turn turn a fight around on on a single hit. Um and so there's a there's a few different angles. Um now only this morning I've just been watching a, a some some footage of Vasily Lomachenko, the, the the boxer from from the Ukraine. Um he he's he's made like three or four boxers now quit on the stool. Now that now they, this is this is quite quite phenomenal um, because the 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 famous thing in in boxing was um, the the call of Nomas. They, this was this is what happened when um, Sugar Ray Leonard fought Roberto Duran um, and. Sugar Ray Leonard had such speed, such fluidity, such great footwork um, that 
Roberto Duran got that frustrated. I think it was after about eight rounds. Um, Roberto Duran quit on the stool. Um, and he's it, famed for this kind of no-mask statement, saying, well, th- there's no point being in the fight if I can't hit my opponent. And it got to got to that kind of level. Now, um, that, that was like... That was earth shattering in the in the uh, in the boxing world, um, and I dare say that there's, there's been fighters that have quit on the stool before, but um, I mean they, this was kind of pivotal as I was kind of growing up and and watching boxing. I, I, I read a lot about this and and and, uh, and saw how much like people in the boxing fraternity. Were, were shocked by this this absolute phenom of a of a of a welterweight of a of a light middleweight um, been been drawn into this um, drawn into this mindset. You almost you almost kind of picture these these fighters as having kind of superhuman strength and a a, a steely resilience uh, and. Um, I think only only at the point of being being at the being under under this level of fire, this working at this kind of speed, they they found that um, yeah, it was it was just it was just kind of stuck for stuck for for an answer. It'd run out of techniques. It'd run out of ammunition. It was like pulling the trigger on it on his gun, and it was just going click click click. There was a, there was a, there was nothing there at all. Um, and so, from a from a safety perspective, it was probably the the, the wise thing to do. Um, Vasily Lomachenko has done this like three or four times now. I mean, he, this this guy's had like three hundred and three hundred and ninety amateur boxing fights before he turned professional. He only lost once in his in his amateur career of those three hundred and ninety six fights. So so. You can see the, the the level that this guy's at. Um, he's he had like I think it was like second or third fight. He was fighting for a world title. This is this is the the states that he was at. Um, and yeah, he's, he's made he's made people quit on the stool. Now, in in jujitsu, in in MMA, there's you can you can tap out. There's there's um, there's no standing count or anything. There's there's no striking. Obviously, um, in in jujitsu, the striking people have tapped out through to through to strikes. And this is the um, this is where the kind of ego game starts starts coming into play. Um, if you feel that you don't have an answer. If you don't, if you haven't been in that position when you've been training to have a a counter regime for everything that happens. Now, if you're going in there with it, with a with a chink in your armor, with it, with it, with a gap in your defenses, then um, then this is when it can be start. This is when it can start getting exposed. Um, so. Yeah, there's um, people submit and 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 um, 
and tap to a, to a, a joint submission for their kind of long-term health, their long-term long-term well-being. Um, when you get a, a, a joint snapped or a bone snapped or something like that, you're probably going to be, going to be looking at, at three to six months uh, of being out of commission. So um, not being a, not being able to train, not being able to do anything, um, and just for the just for the fact of admitting and conceding defeat and and a little tap just to say okay you win this time let's reset let's start again type attitude then okay cool this this is what gives the longevity to um the the jujitsu guys um and also gives it gives the option to quit in the the wider scope um skill set of of MMA um so this is the this is the kind of playoff and, and this is the struggle that that people sometimes have it's it comes down to like how much you want it um how much you want to win and how much you you'll gain from conceding or how much you'll gain from being in there are you going to take too much collateral damage to um, to continue afterwards, um, maybe maybe not. But the the thing is, is that one as a as a fighter, um, my my co- my coach Richard Smith, he was back when back when I was fighting, he he'd never thrown a, a towel in for one of his fighters in his while while he'd been cornering. There there was a there was a couple of Obviously, a couple of times when it, when it, the um, fighters have been been getting a bit of a beating, a bit of a kicking, um, been on the receiving end and not done that well. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but this is this is the thing. Um, now, in in Thai boxing, Thai boxing is judged as a as a five round fight, and if people have been outfoxed, outworked, outwitted throughout the the kind of first four rounds when it gets into round five. They might put up a bit of a fight, but you see some of the some of the Thai guys offering the glove. Like, do you ad, do you admit that I win? Do you do you concede defeat? Or we're we just gonna keep battering each other in this futile attempt to to get the win back? Or are you gonna give up? Um on the flip side, someone offers you the glove, say, do you want to give up? And it's like, hell no. Do I do I want to give up? I never want to give up. But the thing is, is that sometimes this is the this is the playoff between the sport and between the ego. So we've we've got a an internal challenge. We have to know from a from a coaching perspective how how resilient is your is your fighter. Um how tough is your fighter? Do they have the 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 ammunition uh, to to be able to fight their way back? Is there a, a like last chance hope that they're gonna land that like one killer overhand right or big left hook or throw just throw a wild head kick out there and it connects? This is the this is the excitement of fights. Um, if you're if you don't have that, then it's probably best to be 
like conceding the defeat and lift fight another day uh, and accept the touch of gloves and kind of ride out the fight. Um, but for me, like, from a, from a, a fighter perspective, for, for my, myself and, and my own, um, my own voice, my own, my own inner dialogue, um, I'd never take that. I, I'd, I'd never accept that I'd lost. I still want to keep fighting right up until the final bell, uh, and I'd rather in the in the in the old kind of Spartan terms, it was it was come back on your shield, come back with your shield or on it, meaning you come back with your shield in victory, or the the other warriors used to used to carry your your dead body from the battlefield on your shield. This is this is where the story comes from. So. Um, Come back with your shield or on it is is a is an attitude that you never say die. You never want to give up. Um, a lot of people have these uh, these these kind of stories where they've been able to turn a fight around, or they've um, been been in a in a in a situation where it is kind of do or die. Then then you got to have that inner fire, that inner passion, that that willingness to compete. And, and push right up until the final bell. Now, from a from a samurai perspective, in, in samurai, the 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 talk about like dying a good death. Dying a, dying a good death means it means that the, you're you're dying with your integrity and your moral values intact. Um, if you the, there's a certain kind of I would rather die than give up this is this is where the kind of Harry Kiri um, self immolation the, 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 this like suicide under 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 duress um, situation kind of comes in um, so it, it's it's it comes that again it comes back to these personal values it comes back to the the ego it comes back to your inner passion your drive your your desire um and sometimes you have to take a moral standpoint as a as a coach you know your fighter won't give up so do you want to save them from it from it from 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 an injury or or do you want to kind of let that let them lead, lead their life and and have that almost martyrdom perspective that they've always that they've never given up and this is this is important um so coaches have you have these conversations with with your fighters um coaches observe and see whether your your fighters have got the the kind of killer instinct that they want to they want to throw a shot out there do they do they give up under under heavy sparring, um, and and this is one of the things that some people say it can't be taught. I, I I would like to believe that everything can be taught because it it's all about having this communication and understanding these values and how how rigidly you you want to kind of stick to those. Um, so I don't say that 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 people can't do it; they've just not learned how to do it yet. And 
if they if they want to if the fighter wants to have that have that amount of bravery and and, and save that much face there then then fair enough sometimes sometimes people need need to kind of experience it and then then they can say whether they want to accept the accept the glove and and kind of t- have a have a touch of gloves and, and concede the defeat or do they do they want to go out on the shield and just keep driving i mean what probably one of my um the the very first time i got stopped i i'd um i'd had about 12 fights and i was up against a two times rajstam and stadium champion um chanrit sito in um before the fight it was on dean white's promotion um and Dean White showed a, a video to um, Chanrit of another another fighter, another Thai fighter that he had over here fighting Damien Trainer. Now Damien Trainer fought Wang Chang Noi. Um, Wang Chang Noi is a, is a legendary fighter. Um, he was over here teaching at, at, at Dean White's gym, uh, and the the, the the made the fight. Um, Wang Chang Noi kind of weathered the storm a little bit in the in the first kind of couple of rounds. It went re- really easy on 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 Damien, and then, and then um, he, he landed a, an absolutely disgusting, brutal jump knee, which um, I believe it it caused about fifteen stitches on the on his cheekbone. I think it broke his cheekbone, and and the fight was waved off at, at that point. Um, it was it was. Um, it was shocking. Um, when Dean White showed Chan Rit this video, he turned before the fight. He turned around to to Dean and said, "I don't go easy like Wang Chang Noi." Well, I was <laughs> I was on the receiving end of that. Um, in the in the first round, he came out. He he, he kicked my legs off and uh, he wrapped his shin across across my head and and stuff. Um, in the second round, I got dropped three times. And uh, the fight got stopped at, at the end of the third round. Now, even even at the end of that, my my inner desire, I I didn't want to give up. I I made each and every count. <clears throat> I, I got up off the canvas. Um, two heavy body shots, or like southpaw left hand body shots. Uh, and then a, a, a big left knee, which ended up breaking my sternum. I um, I, I, I got up. I made, I made the count. I was I was wanting the the fight to carry on, but the referee waved it over. Three knockdowns in the round. That's the that's the rules. Even though there was three knockdowns, the he hadn't extinguished the the fire that was inside of me, um, and. I think this is a, a life lesson. It, it was, yeah, I might, I might take a take a beating, I might take a bit of a kicking, but I never give up. The um, from from there on in, I, I had quite quite a good run through to till I'd had about maybe 40, 40 odd fights. Um, I'd been I'd been I'd obviously been stopped with the with the body shot uh, body shots from Chanrit. I'd never never been hit like that before, um, and, it, and it was an experience. But the uh, the the last one, the 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 other time I got knocked out, 
was against Andre Kotso, who was a eight times world champion fighting on Master Sken show. I was getting out outfoxed and outwitted throughout the fight. Um, he's a really experienced guy, uh, and he landed he landed some 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 good shots. I went went back to my corner at the end of the fourth round, and my coach said to me, he said he says look he says he says you got you got to go in there, you got to work because you you're losing. He says you you got to win this fight back, you got to turn it around if if you want to win. Um, so in the in the fifth round, I went I went marching in. I tried to grab hold of him. I tried to clinch him up. Tried to I was trying to drag his head down so that I couldn't knee knee him to bits. Um, but as I was marching in, he caught me with a with a beautifully timed left hook. My I kind of spiraled off uh, like a winged bird. Uh, my my head hit the the bottom rope, and it was the first time that I'd, that I'd been knocked out. People had seen me take some some big shots before. Um, but nothing quite like this, and the the whole arena went quiet. The the whole stadium went quiet. It was it was shocking. Uh, it was emotional. Um, but this is the thing. I would rather I would rather go out on my shield than than come back and acknowledge acknowledge a defeat and just say yeah you're better than me. I'd rather try winning rather than give up. And and I think this is this is what this is what fighting's about. So, um, yeah. Take taking my experience, you can you can you can learn from that. You can see whether that inspires something inside of you, or whether whether you feel more comfortable about living to fight another day, or you don't want to kind of go through that experience. You if you if you've seen it happen before, then okay, fair enough, so be it. It's 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 down to personal choice, and you've got to have these conversations. Um, so as a as a coach, as a fighter, have these have these chats with with your with your instructor, um, and and see what you're willing to put up with, and and what you aren't willing to put up with. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, an open discussion, guys. Uh, I'm going to post this up on Facebook, so. If, you, if you've got any comments that you want to leave on there, please feel free. Uh, it's, it's always good to get a little bit of feedback and, and hear some uh, some some stories of people that have that have listened uh, and hope you hope you enjoyed it. So yeah, have a conversation, guys. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.